Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Chill Chats Podcast. I hope that you are having an amazing day. And as always, I want to thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. So this episode is going to be all about traveling, but not about the side of traveling that you think. I am certainly not well-versed in the world of travel and adventure, though I would love to be, and I hope that one day I can actually share some knowledge about traveling and what that entails. But what I wanted to talk about today was the hidden challenges that come with travel. These are the things that you don't often think about, or maybe they don't apply to you, but things that make travel challenging and make it less than enjoyable. I feel like this summer has been the time for travel. And honestly, I'd even say this year. I have so many people on my Instagram feed or TikTok feed that are traveling around the world. And I have to admit, I'm pretty envious. And I'm also learning a lot from these people because I'm like, how can you all afford to be traveling to Europe every other week? But also I'm learning a lot just about what all goes into traveling and I've had the fortune to do a few little trips this summer, but nothing across the globe or anything like that. But in doing so, I've really done a lot of reflecting about just how hard it is to travel. And again, I'm saying travel, but really I'm going to shift the conversation and focus more so just on like taking a vacation because that's really what I'm meaning. I know there's a slew of people out there who are going to come for me right now and say, actually travel is not hard. You just needed blah, blah. And I'm That's why I'm not talking specifically about traveling, but I just wanted to bring up a few things that I run into whenever I'm going away for a trip that are little things that just make vacations a little stressful. You can't just drop everything and go on vacation. Although I think many of us want that and we kind of expect that. So let me just back it up for a second because this isn't just coming out of nowhere. The past two, three weeks for me have been filled with travel. I went to Maine for a week and then I came home for a few days and then I went home to the state fair for a few days. Shout out Kenzie, a very loyal listener and fabulous fair worker who I just absolutely love and miss and I'm so glad that I got to see her. But yes, I went home for the fair for um, just the day and then we came back to the city and now we're back to the hustle and bustle of the city life. But that said, in doing these things, I just realized that I cannot go on vacation without stressing. And what I mean by that is before a trip, I actually let me backtrack. So I definitely consider myself type A and like most areas of life. I also consider myself to be the type of person that if a friend asked me tomorrow, hey, do you want to go to blank with me? And if I had the financial resources and supportive resources to do so, I absolutely would. Part one of this problem is I do not have the financial resources to just up and go on vacation tomorrow. And then part two is I don't live by myself. I have a cat. I have a boyfriend. And while if my boyfriend is staying here, I don't have to really worry about any of those things. If suddenly the trip involves both of us, now it's like, okay, what am I doing about my cat? So in many instances, I could just up and go on a trip. I won't stress too much. I'll pack a bag and know that wherever I'm going, I can buy anything that I forget. But when you put my boyfriend into the equation and now we are both going on a trip, this is when I become a little more type A. 
I become very stressed because we do have a cat. And while Binks is incredibly self-sufficient, if we're going away for an extended period of time, I know it's not right just to leave her. I need somebody to come and check on her, to give her some different types of food, and just to play with her so that she has some social interaction. When we first got Binks, we would go away for a few days at a time and not really think anything of it, but when we came back, we would realize just how stressed she would be upon return. And I felt really bad about this, and upon doing more research, I realized that while cats are very self-sufficient, especially older cats, when they are younger, it is good just to have somebody bop in, even if it's just for 30 minutes a day and check on them. So we started using Rover because in the city, we just don't have anybody that can check on our cat. I've not made any friends in the city who are cat people or that live near us that make it easy enough for them to come and visit. So we found a sitter on Rover and we've used her the past two times and that has definitely reduced a lot of the stress. But this is one of the hidden stressors that when you are planning a vacation, if you care for a pet or animals or even other people, if you have children involved or if you're a caregiver in any way, shape or form, and those people or those pets are not coming with you on vacation, you have to then set up different things for them and for their success and especially for the success of the people that are now going to be taking care of them and watching them. So now instead of just being able to pack a bag and get in the car and go, I'm now thinking about, okay, what is out in the apartment that she could get into that could hurt her or that could break and then I'm going to be super mad upon return? What sorts of food do I need to leave out for her? What toys should I leave out for her? What toys should I take away? How many food bowls do I need out? How many water dishes do I need out? How much food should be in each bowl? You know, I don't want this to become an all-you-can-eat buffet for the three days that we're gone, but I also want to make sure that she's eating enough. I know that there are a million and one things that can make this a lot easier for me. I know that there are self-feeding systems. I know that there are like water fountains and there's self-cleaning litter boxes. Unfortunately, those things are not in my current financial budgeting options. <laughs> so we just have to kind of think and do by hand what we assume would be the correct amount of food that she should get for the week or whatever. That's again when we kind of realize that getting a sitter, especially if we're going away for more than like two nights or three days, is really, really helpful. And the first time that we got a sitter, I could just feel how much less stressed I was Obviously, I'm still thinking about my fur baby and I'm worried about her and checking in on her every now and then. But besides that, it's nice just knowing that somebody's coming and also checking on her. So I'm waiting for their kind of validation. And I know that, okay, there's this person coming. There's a person with a set of keys that like if anything happens, I can just call them up and say like, hey, there's an emergency. Can you go to the apartment? And that has taken off so much stress. But I still can't go away without worrying about her. <laughs> so that is just one of those weird hidden stressors that I guess isn't really hidden per se, but to people that don't have pets or to people that don't have anything that they have to worry about when they're going away, this is one of those reasons why people can't just get in a car and go on vacation. Similarly, if you own a house or if you own like any sort of, sort of property, you want to make sure that that's all in check. I live in an apartment and I'm again very type A before I leave. I'm making sure that 
energy vampires, anything that would be sucking up energy while I'm away is getting unplugged. I'm making sure that doors are closed, that windows are closed, that curtains are closed. I'm making sure, again, that anything my cat could get into is put away. I'm setting the AC to a certain temperature. I'm making sure that everything is locked. I'm making sure that there's no food in the fridge that could spoil. And I'm making sure that all the trash is taken out. You get it. The list goes on and on. I clean like a maniac before I go away for two reasons. One, because again, I have a pet. I also live in a city where a lot of other little pests might make your home their home while you're away. So I'm very, very, very like detail oriented with my space before I leave because I want to make sure that I am coming home to a clean space and not a space filled with other pets that I did not invite in. I know that a lot of people feel this way with their houses too. And again, if you live in a neighborhood or a situation where you have people that can come and check on your space, there's kind of that reassurance. But right now where we live, we just don't have that luxury. So I'm putting the pressure on myself to make sure that everything is in check and good to go before I go on a vacation. That's not to say that this is like derailing my trip and making me so stressed before I even get there, but it's just those hidden stressors that, again, make it less easy to just get in a car and go. I need to make sure that my space is all set. I need to make sure my pet is all set. And now I can start dealing with the more apparent stressors of what do I need to pack? And did I pack what I need? And do we have all of our travel itinerary stuff in place? Those are the things that I think most people can address and deal with when they're traveling. But again, those hidden things you're just not really thinking about or those are the things that you're really worried about leading up to the trip. And you know that once those things are done, you're going to feel worlds better and ready to go. But until they're done, you're just going to be stressed about it. And I say all of this, and then I'm going to bring up a third hidden stressor of traveling, which I kind of already mentioned, but they're pests that might take over your home when you leave. So fun fact, this last time that we went away, we were going away for a week. I actually took like the week leading up to the trip and I cleaned like a room a day. Very deeply cleaned because we were also approaching our one year living in this apartment. A fun little update, we have renewed our lease. So for the first time for both of us, I guess, in six years, we are not moving because every summer for the last six years, we've been moving into a dorm or we've been moving into an apartment and we are finally just staying put and I am so excited. So we are staying here and I thought, you know, we're about to go away on a vacation. Before we go, I want to do like a very deep clean. I'm talking wiping the baseboards, the walls, dusting, vacuuming, mopping. I mean, some of that stuff I do frequently, but some of the stuff I'm like, I'm going in. Like we are deep cleaning this place so that it one feels refreshed and new when we get back but two so I don't have to deal with it when we get back <laughs> so I spent the week leading up deep 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 cleaning our apartment and the night before we were to go on vacation we had a really nasty thunderstorm this already created a little hidden stressor for me because this was the worst thunderstorm that honestly I've experienced in quite a few years but it showed me just how stressed binks can become during thunderstorms 
And for some reason, whenever we go away, there's always a thunderstorm in the city. And I'm talking, it doesn't matter the time of the year. Like every time we've gone away, there's been a storm in the city. And seeing her reaction to this storm just added a little bit of a stressor to me. I felt kind of bad. I know it's summertime, thunderstorms are kind of inevitable. And I was just hoping that this storm, we wouldn't get another one of its kind while we would be away because obviously there would be nobody here to help Binks. But then the storm passes. It went on for like an hour, an hour and a half. It was a very long storm. And woke up the next morning. There wasn't any like apparent damage to the city, but like we have trees in our yard and there was a lot of leaves down, a lot of branches down. It, it was a pretty nasty storm. And we're getting ready to leave. Again, we get everything in place. I had just put down a food dish for Binks. And I come back in the room and I see her looking at something. And I repeat maybe 20 times what is that because it is this small i am talking no bigger than a bottle like a soda bottle cap gray fuzzy thing finally i like figure out what i'm looking at is a baby mouse and the panic just sets in first of all what am i supposed to do with this baby mouse if you know me you know that i cannot kill an ant so what do I do with this? It's Sunday. It's pretty early in the morning. We live in New York City, so good luck calling any animal person. They're just going to laugh at you and be like, are you joking me? Like, we're trying to get rid of the rat and mouse problem and you're trying to save a baby mouse? No, we're not doing that. So all of these things are going through my head. First of all, what do I do with this? Second of all, where did this come from? And third of all, are there any more? Because we are set to leave our apartment in the matter of minutes, and we now have a baby mouse. When I say it was no bigger than the size of a bottle cap, I really mean it. I'm going to post a photo on the Instagram, at Chill Chats Podcast, if you're not already following it. And you will see how small this little mouse was. It was adorable. I felt horrible. Like, I, I genuinely didn't know what to do with it. I knew that it was probably washed in from the storm but obviously it was washed in from the storm and it ended up in the apartment somehow and now we have to figure out in the matter of minutes where this might have come from we still don't fully know where it came from we speculate that it came from our radiator there were like a few gaps and i mean this mouse was so small it could get in through a hole the size of a dime it was seriously so little but now we have a mouse we're about to leave on vacation and of course i have this new concern in my mind of what if more show up and now a lot of you listening might say well you have binks she'll just take care of it no she won't because she looked at this baby mouse the whole time it was just sitting there and did nothing she didn't play with it. She didn't mess with it. She just was like, what is this? <laughs> she was asking the same question. What is this? And what am I supposed to do with this? Now, that's not to say that if left to her own resources, she maybe would have dealt with it. But in that moment, she did not reassure me that leaving her home alone would keep away anything in our apartment, which is the mindset I've had for the past two, three years that we've had her. I've always thought, oh, when we go away, you know, not worried about pests because we have binks. Well, she kind of showed me <laughs> when we left and she did nothing. The mouse we ended up bringing to a grassy field and I don't really know what happened with it. I'm 
imagining that it's living a fulfilling life in said field but it was tiny it was a little baby i know what the outcome probably ended up being but for the listeners let's just imagine that jerry is living a lovely happy life again hidden stressors that you don't plan on having before a trip we set everything up i spent the week deep cleaning the apartment so that we could avoid issues like this. And I'm so grateful that we were home long enough to actually see the baby mouse before we left. It brought us great insight into a potential issue. And then as soon as we got home, the exterminator came the next day and helped us kind of address some situations and call out some areas of concern that now we can kind of keep track of. And we haven't had any other issues since. I wholeheartedly believe that the storm just unfortunately washed it away from its little nest and then it just found its way into our apartment somehow. We're still trying to figure that out, but for the time being, we've done good and we haven't had any more issues. But that certainly was not something that I was thinking would happen right before we went away. We've lived in the apartment for a year. We've not had any pest issues. And now moments before I'm going on my first vacation in two years, there's a mouse in the middle of my living room floor. You know, these are the things that you just don't plan for. (laughs) And so obviously, all this to say, this can happen while you're on vacation. Now, when you're on vacation, personally, I'm not super worried about what's going on in my apartment or my space. Again, besides my cat, Obviously, once you have issues like this, then they might be of concern. But if you don't have any issues like this, then you're not really thinking about that. You might come home from a trip and then be met with that surprise. That's happened to me before too. Not in my apartment, but in my house growing up. We went away for a few weeks and there were some mice that ended up invading our home (laughs) and eating our candy and dropping their droppings all over our floor. So unfortunately, these stressors can occur either before, during, or after your trip. And these stressors honestly aren't even that bad. Obviously, there are so many more out there. There are the stressors of getting to your hotel or Airbnb or place of stay and running into issues there. Obviously, there are things that can happen to you as an individual. If you're studying abroad or something, you might lose your passport. Or if you're going on an adventurous type of vacation or something like that, you might get injured or you might get really sick. There's all these things that can happen. And I'm not a big like what if person. I'm not that type A where I'm trying to plan for all of these scenarios. But I will admit that each time one of these scenarios happen, I'm then kind of cross-correcting for the next time. So this next vacation we go on, we're going to make sure that we double-check our radiators, that we're double-checking and making sure there's no weird holes and gaps, that we're just double-checking and making sure that there's no evidence of any rodent life or pest life in our apartment before we're leaving. Similarly with our cat, it was the cross-correction of, okay, you know what, when we're going away for more than a few days, we're gonna get a sitter to come in at least once and check on her every day that we're gone. This will ease our minds. This will give us a lot more insight into how she's doing. It will also just keep her happier. Another thing that kind of happened on this trip, and by the way, like this vacation was amazing. I haven't gone on a vacation in two years and while the weather didn't necessarily do what I wanted it to do, I was still very much at peace. I was in my happy place. I was on vacation. I wasn't working. My emails were muted and I never looked at them. So really nothing could go wrong. But Another little thing that happened is when we did get to our hotel, one of the days that we were there, we did have ants. So 
Again, a little stressor, not too stressful for me because I'm not really bothered by ants, but it's just those little things that happen when you're on vacation or right before vacation or right after vacation that can try to derail you from having a peaceful, relaxing, enjoyable vacation. And I think how you deal with these hidden stressors is really important and imperative because I think at the end of the day, like vacations and travel are supposed to be enjoyable. But I think that life finds a way to ruin things. <laughs> and especially if you are somebody like me who just lives a very stressful life, I feel like stress follows me. And that is like in some ways very true. I think vacations are great, but vacations are not a time for you to just forget about your worries or to act like they're not there. While we might try to do that, if there are things stressing us out or if there are things that we are worrying about before we go on vacation, unfortunately, when you get to your destination, those things don't just go away. They might not manifest in the same way that they do when you're at home or when you're in your workplace, but they're still going to be on your mind. Maybe not even the first day of vacation. It might not happen until you're partway through vacation. But anything can kind of set off this trigger. You might get an email or you might get a text or you might see something. Or typically what happens for me is right at the end of the vacation, I start to think about what I have to do when I get home. And as much as we all try to avoid this and try to be present, we also can't avoid the things that we want to avoid. We can't avoid the worries. We can't avoid the things that we have coming, deadlines that we have coming up. And I think if you just set yourself up as much as you can before you go on vacation to mitigate these stressors, again, it's the mindset that you have about these things. So like when we had a mouse, I, we, me and my boyfriend, we could have reacted in different ways we could have been absolutely panicking ripping our house to shreds and looking for a million others or we could have done what we did which was like well that's a bummer <laughs> we didn't think that we'd get a mouse right before we're going on vacation but hey we found it they usually say that there's more than one but it probably would have like the others may have probably come out by now we were kind of still in the area long enough that we didn't see anymore and we acted very swiftly to close off the areas that we assumed they were coming in from. While unfortunately now while I'm on vacation, I'm thinking about the fact that there could be more mice in my apartment. I also have a sitter who I informed and who will let me know if there's any issues. And I know that while I am away, there's really nothing I can do. I'm going to be in a different state. I can't just cancel vacation and stay home just at the risk of a mouse coming in but I can do certain things to set up my space so that hopefully no more come in and if they do I've informed people I informed my landlord I informed the sitter that hey this is an issue we definitely should keep an eye on it and also can we address it when we get back and those things helped ease my mind because I was like again somewhat out of my control at the moment but we did the things that we could, and now we're going to try to just move on and have a good vacation. So hidden stressors are weird. They don't affect everybody. Again, I think some people do have the luxury, especially if you're type B, <laughs> but some people do just have the luxury of being able to go on a vacation and really not stress about anything. But I think most of us in our adult life will be stressed about something at some point on vacation or before vacation, but how you respond to it really sets the tone for how that trip is going to go. So my biggest piece of advice is just 
Remember what you're looking forward to. Again, mostly everybody that I know looks forward to vacation. So keep that in mind whenever these little stressors pop up. Try to respond to them as efficiently as you can. Manage as much as you can before you go on vacation so that once you're there, you might still have a little bit of this lingering stress, but for the most part, you know that at least for that time you're away, you don't need to worry about it. And just try to enjoy yourself. I think it's tough because so many of us have these daily stressors that just sit and linger with us for so long, but I promise you it is possible. If I could survive going on vacation and actually enjoying myself, even though I found a little mouse in my apartment before I went, then I promise you that you can also manage any of the little stressors that you have going on before a trip and still enjoy yourself. So I just thought this would be kind of fun to talk about. It's kind of a little bit of a life update moment as obviously there were some things that have happened in the past few weeks that were a little wild, but besides that, I really have enjoyed myself. I'm happy that I was able to get away and actually just be present for a little bit and not worried about everything else going on. But unfortunately, worries do travel with us. They do persist with us, but I was still able to find ways to ignore them or at least just mitigate them and manage them while I was on a trip and just relax. That's very hard for me to do. I'm learning. I feel like it was easier when I was younger. I think most people would agree with that, but it is still possible. So just listen to yourself. If you have a lot of things that you're stressed about before you're going on a vacation, or if you have these little hidden stressors before you're going on a vacation, I recommend journaling or writing them down, talking to somebody about them, getting them off your chest or just finding your best ways to manage them as much as you can before you go so that you can at least manage the stress a bit better and you'll still be able to enjoy yourself. But yeah, vacations are awesome. I think the pros definitely outweigh any of the cons or any of the little hidden stressors, but it is definitely very helpful to just think about the things that could arise or things that you might have to deal with before you actually go on the vacation or before you get to even the week that you're going on the vacation and try to deal with them to help mitigate some of the stress that you'll feel and carry with you while you're on vacation. And that wraps up today's episode. I hope that all my listeners have been able to go somewhere this summer, even if it was just to a new restaurant or a new place in your area. Or if you haven't gone anywhere this summer, I hope that maybe you have something planned for the upcoming part of this year, or maybe you're looking ahead to next year. I hope essentially that all of my listeners are able to go on a vacation. They're able to take time to think about the things that are stressing them out, but then enjoy themselves in the moment and not have those things stress them out because it really does make a difference. They tell you that vacations are really important. I know that they are. I just haven't really had the lifestyle that has supported them in the past two years. So it was really nice being able to get away, um, even though you know one of those trips to the New York State Fair wasn't necessarily a vacation by any means you know the fair if you've never been is it's a wild experience and I could do a whole episode about that but for now I'll just say it was still nice to get home to do some things that I enjoyed and definitely going to the beach and being in my happy place for a week was very beneficial for my mind and body 
As always, I just want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you are all doing very well. And if any of you are going back to school right now, good luck with the start of this semester or school year. And for everybody else, I hope that the start of September goes well for you. It's crazy to think that we are already into September and we're heading towards fall, which I am incredibly excited for. But If you're not thinking about those future things and you just want to think about today, I hope you have a good rest of your day. And I look forward to chatting to you all again in two weeks.